Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Omen Podcast. I'm your host, Satin Sage. And I'm Justin, or Justin. And today, we'll be talking about finding your community in a world full of cap. We know there's a lot of fluff, there's a lot of lies out there. Yep. There's a lot of people that don't want to tell the truth about their journey um, in getting to where they are. It's a lot of secrets and stuff too. So we want to just t- t- like talk to you about um, really building your community and all the fluff. And I guess we're you know going to start off by being um, kind of transparent about how we're going about building our community and um, you know where we're at right now. So I'm still very much in the beginning of building. Um, my community i've been you know making music for a minute but i'm still trying to work out the marketing part and trying to find people to um you know that like my music and like what i do and you know i only have like 600 instagram followers um but it's kind of growing it's um you know i'm getting you know the more consistently i post the more people that will follow me and more people that will connect with me um you know, so I'm still trying to work out like the whole like how do you go about reaching out to people. Um, I guess like so it's not like you're just trying to get attention. Um, that's a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm kind of you know optimistic now that I have my website back up and everything else. Like it's kind of starting to work back into play. You know, start doing YouTube and doing um, even this podcast is like. Um, you know, content so people can eventually find, you know, me and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I'll just be transparent. Um, some of you may not know, but for the past two years, I actually quit my job. I used to be um, work at a bank, Bank of America to be exact, and I was a software developer, and um, I had had enough of it, and so I went and just pursued um, my passion in music. I have been, I'm being transparent, it's 100. So like I've been living off of savings and using that money to do marketing, uh, to live. Um, uh, and it's it's been quite a journey. My old name was Kid Spectro. And in all that, it taught me a lot about really in order to find my fan base or my community, I have to know who I am. And so like, I'm actually in the process of rebranding. So this sad and sage name is new. I think it's more of my identity. And honestly, y'all, since I started revealing what sad and sage is and just being myself, like I'm here right now recording a podcast. I would have never thought that. Um, Just because uh, I created my own discord community called the sage summit you're welcome to join um if you hear this and you want to hop in there uh the information is on my instagram bio and um i've just been inviting people that like what i like not just with my music but like who i am as a person like i'm a man of faith so i'm a, a, a christ follower and so like i'm inviting people that even if they don't know Christ or don't even believe in like religion stuff like that, I still invite them anyways. Um, but like I'm showing people who I am as a whole, who I am as a whole, um, because like you see a lot of artists and 
or, or just business people uh, and they just don't tell you how they got where they are they don't tell you about the connections that they made they don't tell you about the humbling parts they don't we tell can you kinda, about, um you know we can kind of so um, dive into that a little bit more um yeah because that's a, a big thing now too with marketing um is no one talks about the specifics of marketing of how they marketed themselves to the top um mm -hmm. everyone just says put out content put out content and um you know it's a little bit more than just putting out um content and yeah content's a, a big part of it um but you have a lot of people out here that have paid means to, for promotion you have a lot of people that have um you know they're in to get on that spotify playlist um mm -hmm. then you got a lot of people that you know are doing the whole fake it till you make it um fake it until you make it kind of thing where they're you know making it look like they're bigger than what they are um and you know especially with marketing it's like um for instance like i'll give you an example like with youtube right everybody just says oh upload consistently on youtube and while that is um something you have to do a big part of it a major part of it is knowing the youtube algorithm and all these platforms is about knowing the algorithm and knowing how to find people with the algorithm so with youtube it's about making content that people would search so while yeah people do sometimes go viral and they you know their content magically gets found and then it gets shared that's not really how youtube really you know works in terms of content discovery um you have to come up with keywords that people are going to search so it's like okay so you know um i guess i use one of my videos as an example even though i didn't have a whole bunch of views but um i did like how to make a um retro synth in arteria pigments right so it's like someone mm -hmm. who types that in that's something they'll type in oh, how do i make an 80 synth how do i make this so it's like about make coming up with keywords that people are going to search and people don't tell you that people also don't tell you um that you have to use like different tools analytics tools on top of what youtube provides for you um so there's certain topics that i can't do because that topic is already um oversaturated in in, in the likelihood of my channel being discovered via that topic and ranking for it because that's what youtube mm -hmm. does is about ranking for searches um you know the the odds of ranking for it is is slim um so the tool i use is to call it TubeBuddy, and it kind of allows me is not sponsored of course but you know it's been helping me out um and the my first two videos i put up are ranking for the you know for that um keyword um so mm. whenever someone types in um you know how to make even i think if you type in like how to make a synth in arteria pigments like if you were trying to figure out how to make a synth patch like i'm gonna pop up because i found the keywords and but people don't tell you i had to take a paid course um for the, for me to know oh you have to use this tool um mm -hmm. and everything you know information's kind of behind a paywall right now um a lot of information yeah. is like behind a paywall yeah. um it's funny you say that because like it's like almost 
<clears throat> computers and algorithms and programs are now the new doorkeepers yeah. in any Exactly. It, it's like any industry. I don't care if you're trying to do Christian ministries, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like your your video might not pop up just because yeah. the algorithm. Yeah. Like real talk, or you're trying to do like um, beautician videos and all those mm-hmm. other things. Like they don't tell you about that stuff. But um, on the other side of that, I think it's also. Uh, uh, and I was telling Justin this the other night when we were trying to post some stuff on Instagram for our first podcast. You got to have visual content. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of times, like I, I noticed when I showed my face, um, I got a lot more likes mm-hmm. and followers. So people people want you to be transparent. Your fans, yeah. the whole industry. The, we're not into the uh, secluded, um, uh, what word am I going for, uh, uh, standoffish kind of artists nowadays where they don't reveal who they are. Some mm-hmm. people, they got in before, like during that time period they're in there and they can be that because maybe that is that person but you know i noticed for myself for a long time i was trying to be like secluded like uh cashmere cat for instance yeah uh that that guy he he never talks (laughs) i personally have met him he just he he never talks he's super shy and i was like trying to imitate my brand and everything off of that but when i actually became like not became when i started to be myself um, I started attracting the right fans and the right community around me. And so like one, one big thing about all that is just make sure you know who you are and what you're trying to accomplish and go for versus trying to maybe copy off of like what you think the industry and what you think fans want, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 it's been quite a journey with that. Um, but uh, like I've just been showing people like I play golf, I break dance, I skateboard, you know, just showing me besides just my music, uh, you know, like and that has helped tremendously with my community because they're like, oh, like he's not just a music person. Yeah. Like he does other things, you know, and like I'm encouraging you no matter what you're trying to do true, uh, to continue to show who you are in other areas of life, man. Um. Who has one of the best TikTok accounts? Uh, Jason Derulo, that guy. Have you seen his TikTok account? I haven't. Bro, like his TikTok. TikTok. Bro, his TikTok account is amazing. Yeah, TikTok is. We'll talk about that next. Yeah, yeah. But like, (laughs) it's a whole, it's a whole other beast. But like, man, like he puts in work for his TikTok, bro. Like I, people be trying to hate on him, but like he's doing what's needed to be done. Uh, uh, in all honesty, like he just does all kinds of like high production and quality stuff, yeah. bro, on TikTok, man. Like it's crazy, and I, I personally like, uh, um, I'm a fan of it. Oh, yeah. Like I have no problem with like other folks. I do. think, but yet TikTok is a beast. I think something <laughs> that I have to kind of personally work on is, I guess, showing that other um, part of my life besides music because all i do is show music Mm -hmm. i mean because for the most part all i all i've been doing during quarantine being out of work and stuff is is music um you know head outside occasionally right but i've really been Mm -hmm. just grinding on on music and that's kind of just my thing like um and occasionally like if i'm cooking i like i cook i like to cook sometimes so it's like you know i'll show what i'm cooking but pretty much it's like 
that's it, you know, especially during this time now, before I go on hikes and stuff and um, might mm-hmm. go to the mountains in a few weeks or something. But, um, but yeah, I would go on hikes and stuff and not share that. But outside of that, like, I haven't um, really done too much outside of mu- music. And I guess, well, I did try to do, because um, I like to play games, video games and stuff. So, like, uh, like I did an experiment where I, posted a beat behind a clip of me playing call of duty i got like um i think it was like nine or ten knife kills in a row in a row and like um <laughs> in black ops 4 like that was like all uh-huh. i used was the knife in black ops 4 people hated it Dang. but um Dang. you know and i made like a little montage or, or a little clip of it and posted it on instagram and it performed pretty well um but at the same time I was like, I didn't know if I really wanted to, to get the the gamer segment of a market, but I guess it'd be a, a smart idea now. I'll probably try it again, um, even though I don't play, too many like I guess mainstream games that um, people want to see, <laughs> people want to yeah. see. Um, <clears throat> but but that's okay. Like that's the hard thing. It's like, I I've personally been, battling myself with. <clears throat> Am I just trying to do this for views or am I doing this because I'm trying to be myself? Oh, true. Exactly. Like that's, that's, that's the real, like, as long as you're being yeah. yourself, like don't, and I'll just really encourage y'all. Cause I really like, like I struggle with this. Cause like, I know how to blow up. Like I do. Mm-hmm. Like I know, <laughs> yeah. I know like, yeah. okay, if I just repost this and I do every mm-hmm. single challenge on TikTok, like eventually I'm going to yeah, get yeah, up, you know, yeah. but, but, but then it's the, that question you just posed, do I really want to be that person? Because exactly. after I blow up, I have to continue to do that. Yeah. That's how a lot and of artists and a lot of channels get away from what they really want to do. And that's kind of my you know? thing is like, yeah, I do like playing you know, video games and stuff when I'm not I'm doing music. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I don't want to post content really related to that because I don't want to be gamer producer Justin. Um, because then it's right. like... Oh, when are you gonna? You should be a streamer now. That's what people are gonna, you know, hit me with that and hit me with all the, uh, you know, that's a whole other community that I'm not quite ready to, to, <laughs> to, um, right, to be, I guess, professionally involved in. Um, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's like yeah. some things, and that, and that kind of becomes a thing too. It's like some things you just kind of gotta keep to yourself and just like, that's just a side thing you do. You don't have to share, um, all the stuff that you do because some stuff is just like okay um that's just a side thing um and just to control how other people like perceive you like of course i don't care people know that play video games like but right like in terms of i don't want it to be like a 50 50 oh he plays video games and he does music because i mean i do more but right but um yeah I think it's kind of an interesting yeah, thing, though. It's like how to how do you like um, segment yourself in a way that's I guess desirable, um, and also about like attracting your ideal audience too. Um, because like I play you know bass guitar, and you know people are like, oh, you should do bass guitar cover videos just to get views and just to get do get con- you know have content out there. And I'm like, well, first of all, that's not going to attract the people that I need to attract to get to my website to buy products, right? 
as cool as it would be mm-hmm. to like you know and as good as it would be to grow that kind of content and have that kind of content people that are looking for bass guitar videos on instagram most of those aren't producers those are other musicians and just you know random people um you know lit, you know music lovers and stuff um mm-hmm. so while i do of course post occasionally me play, playing bass because that's part of who i am right it's like right, right. people you know have said oh you need to do bass guitar center content but i think that's something that people need to kind of think about is okay if you're going to do this what kind of people is it going to to attract um and is it going to attract people who are going to listen to your music or purchase your product related to music whether that's um purchasing songs off your band camp or purchasing um mm-hmm. beats off of your beat store or in my case um sample packs like um, people, people li- listening to bass videos on Instagram are not gonna, um, <laughs> you know, purchase sound packs. I mean, a couple might, but, but yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, and my my personal challenge usually is marketing my actual music because, mm-hmm. like, uh, like I've mentioned before, like my goal is to just really create projects and visuals and like uh, live show. Uh, not adaptations, but just like, um, yeah, just just creating the projects and the visuals behind it. So so I give people a good show. Like that's just my dream, bro. Yeah. Like, like that's like my goal. And um, it's been hard for me because like if you've heard my music uh, on my previous moniker, yeah. uh, I put out this song named "Pretend." Mm-hmm. Where are you in Galaxy? And especially Dope with song, "Pretend," by the way. where are you? Thank you, God. <laughs> but uh, uh, with "Pretend," like. Like my mom, my dad, my friends were like, and some other like producers even were like, they didn't get it. Yeah. Like they thought it was a great song. Like they they love that it's a good song, but like, it was so hard to market that thing because it's like it's R and B, it's future bass, it's lo fi mm-hmm. hip hop in there. There's there's a uh, slight techno in in just that one song with pretend, mm-hmm. and then where are you? It's like. Literally, it's like medicine or what's so not meets Trey songs yeah. and like, <laughs> like. But how do I, you know, market that? And I struggled with that for months. Like I was like, how how do you market something like genre blending? Like what is? I kind of think primarily though, what I do is pretty tough. I think the whole genre blending um, thing is kind of a something that's here to stay. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something that's starting to take um notice like people start to take notice of that and it's um here to say a lot more people have more about diverse music tastes people are getting tired of just listening to one main genre now um and i think mm-hmm. you got several spotify playlists to prove that um like pollen pollen's one of my favorite playlists yeah pollen's one of the best <laughs> yeah, it's one of my pollen's favorite playlists on spotify because it's like such a diverse yes. playlist all kinds of different artists um yeah and and it's a very popular playlist so i think making music that um this is kind of something i kind of realized not too long ago i was like you know i don't have to worry about having a specific lane and style that i'm in because it's going to fit in somewhere and there's there's plenty of people who who love music for being music and they want to listen to all of you as an artist um yeah. And I think that's kind of, you know, the dope thing about the world we live in now. Um, of course, you got some people that only listen to an artist for one 
certain type of sound or one certain thing but um you know if your discography is big enough you can have different kinds of fans some fans like this part of your discography some fans like this other part um almost kind of like you know like prince almost um where he has oh, yeah. different segments of his discography um from you know his funk side to his rock side like is you know completely mm-hmm. different um sides so that's something that's kind of cool that we can you know do that same thing today yeah and that's and and that's definitely on the like broad the uh the overall scale um but in my actual like experience with marketing like a few of those songs do like on instagram like and and maybe it's some something that i had to accept and this is a part of like i said building my fan base my mm-hmm. community it was something it was just like dang sometimes in america though like we have a hard time like accepting new things oh, yeah. and a lot of For my sure. fans and a lot of a lot of people that liked my music were like overseas in australia um the uk you know like uh, all this like um it was hardly ever it was the states it might have been like seattle or los angeles but that's on the west mm-hmm. coast so they have you know those diverse uh, uh taste in music um but definitely here in the south we're based in charlotte north carolina and i'm originally from nashville tennessee um it was very very hard to just market there you know and mm-hmm. i had to just accept the data i was like dang maybe like maybe I'm going to have to go somewhere else. Maybe I'm going to have to find my community elsewhere. And like, maybe if I get but I wouldn't, big enough, I can I bring that be, thing, you know, to the South. Maybe, you know, I wouldn't be like, <laughs> I say, just kind of go with the flow. Like, um, yeah, naturally you're going to want to, to market in your city. Right. But yeah, at the same time, it, if it's taking me somewhere else, then I'm going to go somewhere else. Like, yeah. Um, and that's, and that's exactly what I accepted. I yeah, was just like, well, yeah. if it's taking me somewhere it's, else. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like this, there's just like this mentality that, um, and I guess it's your, it's the best thing, you know, some of the best advice you can get as maybe as a local rapper or something is like, Oh, start local being a rapper. But, um, yeah. at the same time, um, this isn't like the early 2000s, right? It's, you know, yeah. we got the internet. Like, we had the internet then, yeah. but we have whole internet communities now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Discord servers yeah. and whole communities of people um, that you can reach out to and you can really find, and analytics tools that you can find out, okay, people like me more here in Texas than they do in my own state. On my own state. Okay, maybe yeah, exactly. I need to head, head there. Um and I think speaking of that uh, oh keep going um, but yeah and I think that 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 artist I guess you you should want to like to go wherever the artist taking you um, right and yeah. be willing to accept that um, yeah you know, oh, it yeah, might you, hurt to yeah, leave your yeah. hometown a little bit but mm-hmm. I mean like why not go somewhere where you're more appreciated at the same time you could still stay in your hometown if you want to but just you'll travel elsewhere for music like there's there's some charlotte artists like that actually that that go yeah. up to new york a bunch um and do you know they um perform and record in new york because they're you know love there more um you know not saying that charlotte doesn't have a, a good music scene but it's like depends on 
who gravitates toward you towards you. You can't help that yeah. people in New York like your music. Um, so it's like you got to go wherever it takes you. Yeah, and that's that's definitely what I had to accept. Um, and I just started marketing a lot better and just being like, you know what, I'm going to milk this thing, you know? Uh, yeah. If it's taking me here, if like, uh, so where are you? the biggest city it was popular in was seattle and huh. i was like dang that's that's crazy but it makes sense because where are you kind of a it's kind of a sad depressing song and seattle is a very dark place <laughs> so it's seriously like i'm yeah. not playing with you bro like it was a lot of seattle wow listeners okay. like not even playing bro and so so and then with pretend pretend was like uh, la atlanta London and Australia, and then Galaxy was popping off in Miami because it was kind of housey. Yeah. Uh, like Miami, New York, um, maybe Toronto, because uh, of like the Catronada influence, you know, and yeah. that's where he's from is Toronto, I believe, or somewhere up there in Canada. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, you just gotta like, wherever your community is you just have to flow with it um because like i mentioned earlier like just i can't believe just with me i had to i had i had to like let go of a lot of people too this is some real stuff like i had to let go a lot of people in order to get to my next community like this next journey like like i just have to be like you know what that group of people that group of friends so when you say that like someone's like like, just say let, let go like, and, like mentally oh mentally like let mentally go. just let it like i can't keep oh, shoving oh, as in trying product, to get them to like your music yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah like i can, yeah. if you keep shoving like i'm like literally like hey guys i got this i got this yeah. i got this i got this and if they're not biting it if they're if they're more into uh let's say uh sewing for instance yeah and they're just not into music <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like you can't yeah. keep selling music to people that don't like music yeah. like that they might like the pop music because it's an or something in the background yeah but you know like but to actually be like an avid listener i was like let me go elsewhere i'm trying to find people that actually like music and i didn't know how small that was like like you think it's big but like when it really boils down to a lot of that stuff it's like it's it's not as much as you think it would be like a lot of people like the the mood setting music you know what i'm saying like the stuff you hear at the cookout or at the club (laughs) Or um, just in, or, or if you're playing some games, you just want something in the background to listen to. But for folks that actually avidly love music enough to go find it, and then number two is you love it so much you want to create it. Yeah, it's actually much smaller than what I found out. So I was like, okay, I need to change where I'm just putting my energy into and, and yeah. so that was a part of building my community you know think, like it wasn't hard for us to get on this mic oh, you yeah. know it wasn't i didn't have to i'd have to like beat you up to do this <laughs> yeah. you know you're just like yeah let's do it let's do it yeah, let's do true. it let's do it and i had never experienced that and i think though that <laughs> so, um, <right? laughs> like i know me personally of course like the people that are like closest to you generally don't care about your music that's kind of like that's just kind of generally what how it is and that's cool like um, yeah like people i went to college with like with the exception of people i've made music with in college um Mm -hmm. like they you know they can care less like i remember i tried promoting on my old account and stuff and like literally no engagement like 
Yeah. And I think a couple of people that I, I like knew knew like they followed me on my um, music account, but it's just like it's a ghost town in terms of engagement um, over music and stuff. Um, and you know, I'm kind of I'm I'm cool with that. Like I'm not really. Um, wasn't not really too worried about that but what's interesting though is i actually kind of found that um some people i went to high school with um like kind of hit me up again um like some of them knew that i I had just started making music in high school but they had hit me up again and they're like remember one dude he was like oh i've been listening to your music i was like whoa (laughs) like and i'm like that's pretty dope like you know um, someone who I haven't spoke to in years, just like, like I've been listening to your your music and it's dope. I'm like awesome. Like, um, yeah. so I've had a few people like that that I haven't that I know, but I haven't spoke to in a minute, and they're like, oh yeah, I've been listening to your music. I'm like, oh that's pretty awesome. But um, have you tried running paid ads on Instagram? And if so, like, how is oh yeah yeah out? I did that. It, um, with pretend, dude, I got like over a thousand likes yeah. after you know some so many uh about maybe two weeks worth yeah. of marketing um got some pretty good engagement i got about 50 link clicks okay 50 link clicks okay. um but i was i will say this i i actually experienced the same thing you experienced with my high school like friends um uh i found this out like i think the majority of the guys in my high school class actually like genuinely love music okay. like the majority yeah. of them like they're all like either rapping producing dancing cover art you name it um one of the guys I went to high school with uh he produced stuff for Lil Peep actually oh, and wow. now he's touring and doing shows himself too and like rapping and singing and making beats man wow. and um yeah and then another guy um uh, uh he actually had the opportunity to go to um what was it called the was it was it the Red Bull School of Music? Or oh yeah, I know what you're talking again? about. Um, Beat Academy or yeah, something like that. I know that. what you're talking about. But he he got an opportunity. Like they reached yeah, out to him back dope. in high school. <laughs> this That'd is be awesome. this is high school. That'd be bro. awesome to get reached out to. Them, um, you know. Yeah, and then uh, uh, yeah, and then I actually had a high school classmate of mine. He hit me up and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just now getting started at 25 uh, uh, with music production." And he started asking me questions. Yeah. But it's just like. Yeah, you you just don't know who's watching you. You don't, and that's why. So so that goes my original point of like, you don't have to put out video game content, mm-hmm. but definitely like if it's a part of you, just show on your story. Like yeah. I've been making like posts about me being a, a golfer yeah, necessarily, posts, but like yeah. I, I but I do want people to know like I do a lot. Like I'm I'm not just music. Yeah. Like I've done there has been so many. I've done engineering, STEM, yeah, golf dance i used to sing in choir for like 14 years um i have done so much and I just like i just want to be all of myself yeah. and, and, and 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 there's also a part where yeah you should save some things for yourself yeah um but uh this last project i just did um I shared it with my friend yesterday and uh he was like so have you re- recorded the process i was like no not this time i wasn't really focusing on that I don't want to f- focus too much on, as you said, like showing yourself. I want to just focus on it's just me and music right now. Yeah. It's like it's that's it. I'm just like beeline. Like I don't care about any content 
I don't care about any Instagram views, none of that stuff. It's just me and music. Yeah. But I said the next project that I do to this caliber, I was like, definitely will record it. I still won't really share mm-hmm. it, but I'll at least record it the whole way. Like if it takes three months to make, you know, and uh, I'll have it up maybe in a cloud somewhere. And if I want to pull something from that experience, because gotcha. he was just making known to me that people want to see the process. The process they yeah. want to see us right now you know what i'm saying like they want to see where we are right now no followers mm-hmm. nobody really cares because they're gonna be like dang yeah they were there and they suck you know <laughs> yeah. they want to like you know we don't see a lot of people when they suck at something yeah. like, we just see them when they're good yeah like or or the song is finalized yeah. or they got the marriage they got the girl you know what i'm saying like we just see that but you don't see that guy being dumped or rejected for 10 years oh, yeah. before he got the girl you know exactly. what i'm saying so it's just everything it's like the same you know in, in that that context like um people just want to know your story and that's another part of building your community guys is telling your story yeah. like through your content and then you know being genuine that, about that yeah being genuine i was gonna you know talk about mm-hmm. that is like I think that's kind of an issue these days um, is is mm-hmm. being genuine. And I don't think it's necessarily the fault of the people who are faking views and faking likes and faking. <laughs> um, I think it we kind of have a music industry nowadays that that perpetu like perpetuates like um, and and rewards some people for fake views and fake engagement and fake stuff because mm-hmm. the industry they run. I don't know if you've seen the um the stream farms like it's like somewhere in like southeast asia they have like these like hundreds of phones like lined up and it's just streaming wow. people's music over and over again wow um wow and i think i heard the about industry this, pays for this stuff it was explaining you know the, wow. the industry pays for people to have stream farms and to get their music stream farmed and then the industry also pays for sometimes people to have fake likes and stuff so you know other people see that and like, oh, I'm gonna go, you know, pay to get a hundred thousand fake followers, and and or pay to get this kind of engagement, or I'm gonna, you know, get fake views on YouTube videos. That's how beats are sold on YouTube. You know, people they run mm-hmm. the bot and they um, get fake views and engagement on YouTube, and then it ranks in the algorithm. And then people, when they're looking up for, um, I don't know, since you said little peep, a little peep type beat or something, they type little peep type beat. And boom, because you you hacked your way to the top essentially by faking views and faking engagement, you're the first one to come up in that search engine, and then boom, you're mm-hmm. selling stuff. Um, like, Dang. and the algorithm there kind of kind of rewards it, um, and people are kind of feeding into that. And I think people also, some people actually buy into the fact that they have like they try to use fake views to establish self-worth <laughs> like or fake likes and fake followers to establish self-worth um which is something that's really weird i don't know if you've been hit up by the promo pages and they have like ten thousand, maybe twenty thousand followers on instagram mm-hmm. and then you know you go and look and you look at their post and they have like 10 likes on the post or they have like oh, yeah. five I likes see, on the post and they the try time. to hit you up asking for if you want um promo 
a feature or a pro- oh yeah i posted some pictures like, yeah they're like we we love we love you know we love the clothes that you wear and how yeah. you take pictures and stuff yeah I've, and, then, and then what's even worse they they charge you yeah they charge you for it be, yeah, that's what i'm saying they charge you per- for it. yeah to be to be on that's there, the that's the to funniest get 10 part likes on like the page. We, um yeah and then they charge you for and it. even going down <laughs> that you know we're getting to the cap start cap part of the um podcast i guess like yeah yeah um you had like even some rappers like recently like they've i don't know how they partner with this company i think the company came off as legit technically they were legit it's called the block 365 i don't know if you saw this on twitter um Mm -mm. but like fat joe west side gun or is it west side gun or benny the butcher someone in griselda and like another rapper um they like partnered up with this company and they did the company was like oh submit your beats here for two hundred dollars or not beats but full songs here for like two or three hundred dollars and we're gonna put you on a mixtape right <laughs> like we're gonna put you on a mixtape and you're gonna get plays um and i think like a lot of people because these these rappers are promoting this company and they're establishing legitimacy with it and i think in some cases they did think that it, the rappers thought it was legitimate so they promoted it right they got some money and promoted it and it turned out that um you know they were getting mixtape placements these these artists and stuff but they're on these like these low-key mixtape um websites and mm-hmm. i think like people got maybe 60 plays on a 200 dollar <laughs> mixtape placement oh. and you yeah. know so they got scammed like they really got scammed um and that they that company made a bunch of money off of that off of using rappers um clout um as a means to market their brand and have other rappers submit stuff to them and place it on a mixtape um Mm -hmm. with that being said like i guess this is kind of something um you know i kind of want to let people know because this this happens in electronic music and and in every genre like if a deal is looks too good to be true then it probably is too good it's definitely too good to be true um mm-hmm. so it's like important to use like discretion there um when you're dealing with people because there's a ton of shady people in the music industry um i remember a long time ago before i even considered doing um sound packs right um mm-hmm. and this is kind of a big reason why i started to do sound packs and sample packs because um people were really liking my sound and i was like you know that's an interesting way to collab with people. Why not? Um, then I kind of had to come to that realization. But before someone had hit me up and they asked me if I wanted to like make sample packs for them. Um, and like for their website. And that's a thing too. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people in some cases is not a scam, but in some cases I feel like it could be. Um, Cause personally, if I'm making a whole sample for someone, like I want to get paid revenue off of the pack, but a lot of times people, um, you know, I'll call out people, right? Cymatics, uh, um, they they pay people, um, so they because I know a guy who who makes samples for um, Cymatics, and they pay people to um, make samples for them. They contract the workout, and it's it's legitimate. I'm not saying this is illegitimate, right? It's a legitimate means, like right. if someone signs a contract to do it and they're you know, they're not paying bad they're, it's pretty decent but it's just personally for for how i work it's not not for me but they you know mm-hmm. 
you make a sample and they pay you for per sample x amount of money and um you know that's how they they work but that's not quite you know i'd much rather you know kn- you know knowing my worth like i'd much rather get um even if it takes longer to build up that that fan base or build up that um mm-hmm. that um customer base like i'd much rather organically build that up and having people who want me um because what happens is you're you know you you being a ghost sound designer no one's going to get to know you there so yeah you're going to um make these dope samples that are going to end up being placed and then then you're going to be mad because you're not going to get any royalties off of a placement where someone didn't even really flip your sample um yeah (laughs) you're going to get mad and be like oh i made a royalty free sample and and not getting paid for that was a big thing the past two weeks i don't know if you saw ill mind talk about that um he, oh yeah, yeah. I briefly, briefly. Saw yeah, some, it's kind of that. that's kind of wild. Um, but yeah, I think um, with that, it's like it's important not to take the the quick way out of things. Um, yeah, to really do it the honest, yeah. hard, grueling way. Yeah, um, I think that's why I started to do shows last year because even though I did all the Instagram marketing, I still wanted to get known locally. I knew that there was some type of electronic community here. I knew there was something, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I just, I just knew there was something. And so like, that's when I hit up feels, uh, for the repaint it tomorrow. And I met Simon, something you tango and, uh, what's his name? Angst. Is that how you say that? Is it? Um, I'm not sure. Angst. I don't know how you say it. I don't know how you say it. But yeah, all, all those guys, and then uh, doing the show with uh, Chamber earlier this year. Unfortunately, we it was supposed to be like I think a monthly thing, but you know, COVID happened. Yeah. But like they wanted me on the roster, and and honestly, um, I got the position not because they had heard my music. It was because I was just being a genuine good guy, and uh, I actually worked for free with them. Like I did some light stuff. I helped them set up some things, mm-hmm. made connections for a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, since last year's breakaway music festival okay um yeah they 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 were all cool people that were over that stuff and i just and i wasn't trying to leech off of them i just wanted to know how i could be a part of of that community and now you know like um i'm actually going to meet up with anthony this week uh to do some stuff with him and Um, i think that's such an important thing to touch on though is yeah is you have to be a genuinely nice person right like yeah there's a lot of people that will hit you up and they'll dm me on instagram i'm using that as a case because covid right um and they right. haven't really been out but even in person like people will sometimes come up to you and you can tell they want something right like people come up to yeah. me and it's like i want to beat right <laughs> you want to beat mm-hmm. i just started rapping and i want to beat kind of thing and i'm like okay uh, and i hit you know, i'm just kind of you know you know sometimes I'll, uh, it depends on if the person's nice like of course like um but it just depends but you have to be genuinely a nice person like you don't just go up to somebody and you're just like oh can i get this like that's not right like you there has to be some kind of trade-off in terms of like a you know you need to be able to like genuinely be able to help that person hey i you know I do this. Do you need help with that? Or, or 
like you said, you helped out with the festival, get that going and everything with the lighting. Yeah, I and did everything. And and dude, I I did stuff for months. For sometimes free, it takes man. doing <laughs> stuff for free. Like, yeah. Um, sometimes it really takes that, and I think that also applies to um, working with um, artists. You know, for people who are music producers mm-hmm. that work for work with artists, like. Um, selling beats while that is something that's good and you should you should sell beats if you um can and everything um but also if if you like an artist if you connect with an an artist like why why immediately try to get money out of them um now if they now if they are coming to you and they're like on that business proposition like they're they're they want to do business with you like that then go for it right but sometimes you got to realize like okay this person may not want to pay to work with me (laughs) but this person's worth it enough and they're cool and everything that i want to um work with them um and i'll give them you know free music like i'm not saying you got to dedicate your life and slave over them (laughs) like to to get music to them but it's just a means and and then that person um can a lot of times connect you to other people who who can do business with you that's what i found out a lot sometimes you work with somebody for free and then somehow that parallels into some money later on with somebody else yeah that happens a lot that's what happened to me that's what happened to me with the show and like eventually i got paid to do the show and like be honest with y'all like i didn't get paid as as much as i thought i was worth but like when I when I did my set, dude, like I, I did my full set, there they literally came up to me and they were like, "Dude, first of all, your music is amazing. Second of all, your your set was literally one of the best sets we've ever, wow. ever heard, like ever. And like next time, we want you further up in the roster so more people can enjoy what you do. Like wow. that's humility, bro. Yeah. Like it's just it's just like I didn't expect all that, but because I, I had plenty of reasons to be like, uh. I hate doing things for free. Mm-hmm. I hate that I'm here. Oh, I hate this. But like I I knew that that I'm going to have to endure some hard things. Yeah. And like for me to to get my name out there, I definitely want to do more shows cuz that's not only people get to hear my music, but they get to see my personality and get to really connect with me on like a real like personal True. level. I feel like Instagram and the whole internet era it's actually caving in on itself. Okay. Which is, you know, it brings us back to my one of our original points was just like you know just being genuine and like you just can't see people who for who they are on instagram but i yeah. think all of us have this like i'd like for it, you to elaborate you know, the, that the, the on third that, eye the, like talk more what about, like the internet's caving yeah, in yeah cause that's interesting oh point. yeah yeah well well let's 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 look at what we talked about uh last week a little bit like how everything's going from digital to analog okay no one wants to people want to feel again yeah everybody okay, wants true. to feel like 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 every like everything's just caving in on itself mm-hmm. the whole like have you noticed that like even music's like we want to go back to the 80s uh uh most yeah. indie music right now is like literally 70s funk or 60s folk music <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah that's what it emu- or or classic soft rock mm-hmm. like that's what indie music really is emulating bro like and even like even with the doll now is more of 
it's not really used for creating music for a lot of people. It's really just hosting the music, if that makes sense. It's just where you put the pieces together to create mm-hmm. the picture. But like some people don't even touch the software inside the DAW mm-hmm. besides the mixing components. Oh, they, they just do everything outside they just, of it. Like they, record, they record. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, they record everything yeah. outside. And like I think the whole internet is literally like caving in, like as you just said. It used to, used to be what in twenty uh twenty ten a million views was a lot mm-hmm. or on soundcloud let's take early sound bro a million plays on soundcloud lot. yeah 2010 yeah you were bro 2010 now it's nothing <laughs> like um now it's nothing because <laughs> yeah. you can pay for mm-hmm. it so everything is just it's like it's all collapsing yeah. so that that goes to my point of being transparent as an artist being transparent as um even if you're doing ministry i always bring that back to it like if you're trying to be a pastor no one wants to see you be an instagram pastor oh, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. they want to know mm-hmm. like and they don't want to know like oh i know i know christ and now you know all these other things they want to know like bro where you been at what did you do yeah. like what was your sin they want to know some of those things or <laughs> well, or um yeah they do some people want to know like we p- p- like like right now everybody wants to get real like i almost want to watch old zombie movies because they actually made all the effects mm-hmm. they actually create created the whole you know uh um uh set they yeah. didn't have a computer to really help them with the zombie yeah. stuff now everything like even uh avengers for instance i heard that it with avengers uh uh age of ultron they could have recorded that whole thing in one room with green screen yeah Cause that's how fake everything is. Everything's just collapsing. Like you yeah. can tell it's fake. Yeah, and that's no one true. wants to see yeah. that anymore. And I think people yeah. are, you know, cra- craving that um, more real interaction, authenticity. Like authenticity. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, that's yeah. why you have, you know, the the re rise of the tape machine, right? Um, people yeah. people want to go back to that, um, and even. If, it, if people aren't using hardware, right? Because that's kind of a, a, yeah. a cost barrier there, right? A barrier to entry. Um, people are buying plugins to emulate that hardware. Like, I got, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, seven different tape plugins and, um, you know, different plugins. And then I think the biggest one is um, UAD. I don't know if you're familiar with... Um, like their interface oh, yeah. is like it's like everybody's dream oh, interface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they released yeah. um, Luna, and the interesting thing about Luna is, it's they call it a they they try to be like Apple and not calling things what it is like, <laughs> like kind of thing. Like an iPad is a tablet. Um, yeah. But they call it an iPad. They don't call it a tablet. Well, Luna is a recording system or something like that, and it's not uh-huh. a doll. But it is a doll, but in a, in a lot of ways it isn't a doll, but it's like, you know, it's, they're very, you, you know, UAD is the apple of audio equipment, but, um, it really is. Yeah. But they, and, and it's funny cause it's, it's going to even, you know, dive in, go, I'm about to go in even more about, about it, but with their software, they have, um, it's like a, a virtual cause you know, they do the best software emulations of hardware. Right, because they have you know everything happens natively on the on the um, interface, and it does all this fancy stuff. Um, so they have the best software emulation of of hardware, and they have like a, a summing mixer and a tape machine built into the mm-hmm. mixing console of the doll. 
So like when you're Dang. mixing tracks and everything, it's as if you're mixing it on tape. And but the crazy thing is though is like to get to that feature of it, right? Luna comes free with everybody's um UAD um audio interface but you have to pay $350 it's a paywall you gotta pay $350 to, to, UAD is already expensive yeah. enough you gotta pay like $350 you, if you wanna expensive. unlock that part of your doll pay $350 um, cause it's already downloaded oh it's just gosh. to unlock it um, Bruh, yeah, UAD is already expensive it's enough it's wild man. but there is is going back to that organic um, yeah. feel however it means possible if you wanna do that in the box or if you wanna get some um hardware um stuff is really going back to that now here's a question though um with covid right um Mm -hmm. and everybody being not as interactive well they shouldn't be as interactive some people have been interacting a lot more than others but um people generally been kind of inside or just to work and back home just to work and back home um, but mostly their their social existence is on the internet for the past what four or five mm-hmm. months. And do you think that like, because um, I, I mean I'm thinking either or. Do you think that the internet's going to implode in the sense of people are going to be kind of so tired of it afterwards? Um, now it's not going to implode as in destroy. It's always going to be around. But do you think that right. people are going to? Um, not be on the internet as much after this you know to make up for lost time i guess if you will like like they want to crave more in-person interactions or do you think that it's here to stay where we're gonna have more um internet activities like internet concerts and live streams and stuff um i think i i don't know about i i i I guess it depends on the piece of the internet or okay. the part of the internet. Like for instance, like let's go to live streams. Like yeah, that stuff's popping off right mm-hmm. now, but only for a few people. Yeah, only for a few. Because mm-hmm. it just it just doesn't. Live streams don't do a live show justice. It never will. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I I experienced that my, my myself firsthand. I was doing live streams before COVID, mm-hmm. and you know, and I was trying to do some stuff, and I was like, you know what? If I do this, I was like, I'm a, I'm gonna do this to create content, but I'm not gonna expect anything from yeah. it because I already know that a live yeah. show, you know, I will always outdo a live stream. Yeah. Um, uh, so maybe maybe that part of live stream might go back down. Okay. You know, I know people been doing a lot, but we we're still gonna use Instagram. We're still gonna use TikTok, but we'll be filming people together. Okay. You know True. what I'm saying? Like, like when live shows come back out, best mm-hmm. believe, like, oh, we're at Coachella, you yeah. know, Bonnaroo, whatever the case may be. That's if Live Nation um, doesn't screw the artists over. That's kind of like yeah, that's that's, that, that's I don't another know thing. If you saw that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Like that. You told me about yeah, it. That a that's few wild. weeks back. Um, but um, yeah, like uh, what uh, other things? Like I don't know if it's uh, if the internet's gonna completely implode on itself, but social media, um. Well, it's going to play a big part in either the internet's demise or return or however you mm-hmm. see it right now. Um, I think I, I'll say this when, when COVID first started, man, I was thanking God because like I wanted to get away from everything like the internet, like everything. Yeah. I wanted to just destroy it all. Like yeah. <laughs> I just wanted 
and it was just like a prayer was answered for me. It was just like quarantine. You can't go anywhere. You can't talk to nobody. There are no clubs to go to. There are no shows to promote. It's kind of funny nothing, you bring that there's up. There's nothing yeah. I can do. Like, because it's kind of the... Um, yeah. Because I was thinking, like, but this wasn't realistic to me, right? I was thinking after college, it'd be so dope to take a gap year, right? Where I work on yeah. nothing but music and get everything <laughs> where I, you know, everything laid down, you know, foundation for my website and, you know, everything I was able to accomplish during COVID. Um, so, like, you know, I've, you know, been able to, um, you know, stay home and everything, like, and work on um, music and, you know, not, without having to worry about losing out on money. And, um, yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, been pretty awesome. Like, so it's like kind of effectively been my gap year that I, that I wish I had. Um, granted, I hate that that's like, you know, I guess it's like not quite guilt, I guess is not the word, but, um, you know, it does feel a little weird because it's like, you know, at, at other people's expense it's like um you know i've been able to get things accomplished in a way like yeah um which is kind of a weird um thing there but um but yeah you know fortunately you know yeah. people around me have been you know staying healthy but um at the same time it's, it is sad to um hear about all the people that's been you know hurt by it and um, yeah you know it's kind of kind of like a, a kind of a catch there um it's like a double-edged sword yeah, it's kind of it like you, you, you take it as you go like for me like like i said in the beginning like it's literally like how i got back into music like because mm-hmm. i was chasing like i'm not, I'm not even lying like i was chasing after shows i was chasing after a lot of things but like and i was trying to figure out how am i supposed to rebrand to my new name and i i actually I was just so thankful and like this is the good side of it. I took time to rebrand yeah. and it helped me so yeah. much, bro. I did, like I, I got I, too. Yeah. I took a whole yeah, like I took a whole week off of music. Like I didn't mm-hmm. touch anything in my studio except for like maybe practicing piano for an hour or so, but no like production nothing cuz I was like uh, I read this book um and this is actually which which goes along with our current discussion right now. Um building a story brand okay you know creating that's actually a, read a, a that book. book you guys should read yeah. yes it's it's like if you don't understand your brand if you don't understand who you are and what you're trying to bring to the table and in, in what you do to a community of people and supporters you need to read that book like it's called building a story brand by donald miller okay. and uh in the book he and he'll take you step by step he'll show you like how to create a story out of your brand and so like it, I took like a week or two off just to do that. Then my cousin, uh, shout out to him, he actually helped me out with uh, rebranding for Sad and Sage. Like we went through a lot of iterations for it, but it's, it's, it's like you said, there's so many things I wanted to do this year and I didn't know how I was going to do yeah. it. But because of COVID, like I was able to accomplish so much this year and I realized that my focus was off. And I think at the end of the day, which goes mm-hmm. back to your original question about the internet itself we all have to learn yeah we're chasing after our dreams and yeah we're chasing after our communities and finding those things but we can't get consumed in all the fluff out True. there all the all the cap out True. there bro it's so it's like you can't you can't tell what's out there and so we're, we're putting 
this this podcast to show out for you guys whoever's listening to know like um you just got to be careful out there and you just got to be genuine and you have to know who you are you know at all times because it's just so much cap and i and i think though that even after this right um uh-huh. Like during this, I figured out, I guess, how to find that that focus and and, and get stuff yeah. done. Um, but even after this, I kind of came up with a blueprint, I guess, if you will, that that uh-huh. I can try and apply, you know, imply that afterwards. Um, I know what I have to do. I know I've kind of refined my process. It's just a matter of, oh, how do I balance that with the work life um, schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much, yeah, that's going to be um, how it is when everything st- opens back up yeah. and starts back up. Um, yeah, and I hope we, you and I, like, uh, continue to collaborate as yeah. well because, like, really two heads are better than one. So, like, you know, uh, strategies that I've used, techniques that you have, you know. Exactly. Like, just the other night when you were, like, uh, we, we did that track review uh, with, with uh, I think it was G- was a gator on there yeah, yeah i think it was gator um we did track reviews and you listen to my track and you're like yo you might want to try like a vintage plug-in because like everything else sounds organic mm-hmm. but that one synth there feels like it's almost out of place to some degree not that it sounds bad yeah. but I, I need that because other communities they'd say oh it sounds good mm-hmm. and i'm like that's not what i'm looking for yeah, exactly. i'm looking for feedback mm-hmm. i'm not looking for it sounds good anymore mm-hmm. i don't care about that i've let that part of my yeah. ego go but i think that I comes I don't with care. um <laughs> You know, like you were talking about earlier about, you know, certain people you have to let go for certain things like. Yeah, um, certain things. Some people are going to be, you know, dope people to have that genuinely like your music. Anything you put out, you're going to please them. But then you kind of need people that are um, that are a little critical uh, (laughs) because I was Mm -hmm. I was working on um, a track and, you know, I'm getting to know my NPC like I'm. still learning how to you know produce on the npc and for the most part things from a doll translates over to it but um i had posted a track that i made one of my one of my sound packs and and one dude in this discord i i'm in like he was like oh your drum sounds so polite (laughs) i was like oh man yeah i was like and i listened to it i was like I see what he means. Like I had to kind of come to terms with that. Like, okay, yeah, low key. I can, I can see what he means, but I was kind of glad like, okay, I gotta, um, basically, um, they're a little bit more on the grid than what they should have been. Like, um, Mm, and I think that's a big thing. That's something to kind of even talk about is like staying off the grid. And, um, I've been doing that a lot more recently. Um, even before, you know, this dude has said that, but for that track, I forgot to leave. I just did, I left time correct on, on my NPC mm-hmm. and I tried doing a few manual adjustments and stuff, but I was like, I'm not going to go back and, you know, manually do and re-record everything. And, uh, and then someone took note of that. Like he was like, Oh, it's basically too much on the grid. I'm like, yeah. Um, so yeah. And here we are again, not organic enough. Yeah, exactly. It, it all plays <laughs> like into that because you know, not, everything like everything is like what used to be like on on the grid, mm-hmm. like or on beat, like uh, for let's say early uh, electronic music mm-hmm. or, or like 
early, not not really early hip hop, but maybe like early two thousands ish, like or maybe or maybe just yeah. twenty ten hip hop. Let's just go with that, because uh, everything was so like on beat. But now everybody wants to hear like it doesn't feel like a real drummer, yeah, or it doesn't feel like you actually played that stuff in. It just feels exactly. like exactly it's about it, making know? it sound human. Um, yeah, and I think that goes back to you know the whole you know organic thing. And this shift towards like more hardware and you know it's funny because we touched about this on the last podcast but i think this kind of even plays in, into now um what we're talking about now is like people are wanting like more hardware because they want everything to there's i guess um beauty in the imperfections basically um yes and exactly and stuff that's too perfect um, people are kind of desensitized to that now because it's like mm-hmm. if something's too perfect, there's no intricacies that you can um, yeah. listen for, um, and that's kind of it's, the, not, it's not human. Yeah, enough. that's kind of the interesting thing about um, you know either emulating am- analog gear or um, analog gear itself. Now there's people that will be like, "Nah, the emulations don't do justice," but um, you know, for starting off, the emulations definitely are good enough. Um, to get you going but eventually you're gonna um <laughs> even you once you get one tape thing you're gonna eventually find yourself wanting more and more and then you're gonna end up getting a rack i see i see that happening to you mm-hmm. in like a good year or two you're gonna be like what's some hardware gear that i can get and you're gonna get an sp404 and then you're gonna go down yeah. the same <laughs> the same i just pathway. i really want i all I want is more more synthesizers. Yeah. That's what I'm crazy. I'm 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 crazy about synthesizers. I usually only use NPCs or drum pads mm-hmm. for like like uh like I saw Haywire, he he does his effects rack through okay. that for his live show. Oh, so dope. like he'll, so he'll trigger he'll it from like there. you know He'll trigger oh, it from dope. so that's that's mostly what I'm yeah. into. Like I just like using knobs and buttons for that kind of stuff. I wouldn't play I like to dance and move around, mm-hmm. so I probably wouldn't like play drums. I can't yeah. sit still. But I love making drums, like mm-hmm. actually making like I love making fire drums like through the doll. Yeah. Cause as long as it gets me dancing yeah. or like moving my head. Now you I say love that you part, want, but, but definitely um, like so yeah, like synthesizers. Yeah, you like synthesizers, and that's kind of the direction yeah. you want to see yourself going with your setup. Yeah. And that's interesting. At that's least like, at least with hardware. That's like something that I you know that's the direction I want to go in. Like, um, but at the same time. Um, I kind of figured like, um, I guess my rationale was thinking like, oh, get an analog synthesizer to get that analog sound. That was just my, my thought. And that's part Mm -hmm. of it. Right. But then I thought about Mm it and I was like, well, if I get, um, you know, different synth plugins, like, you know, I like Arturia, so I have the V7 collection. Um, Mm -hmm. but you get. Arturia and you um, run it out of your doll, run it through your interface and then run it to something to color that sound and run it back. You're kind of, um, now people probably get mad at me and say, no, that's not true and that's not it. You need to, you still need it. But you, that's kind of a cheat code in getting that analog sound because, um, you know, it's kind of a cheat code in getting, in getting that sound because it is, going into an analog piece of gear and then it's coming back um and a lot of people do that they run stuff um out the box plugins that they use in the box they run it out and they run it back in and it just completely changes it doesn't even sound like it was 
software anymore. Um, yeah, definitely. I know one of the YouTubers. Um, isn't it uh, Knowledge? That's what he uses, like a tape machine. Yeah. Or he runs stuff through tape. Like, uh, what's that? Um, no Worries with Anderson yeah. Pack. Like, that whole, like, that project. Ran, like, I found out. Tape? Yeah, I think I think everything he does is ran wow. through tape. Like he he's probably he might be one of the few people that started that trend for okay. like all all kinds of music creators yeah. and producers. Because like real talk, he'll he'll run all his drums and stuff through yeah. through tape. And I, I found that out through um, Beats by Vanity, uh, one of the best YouTube tutorial channels out there. Beats by Vanity. Um, he, yeah, you got to send that to me. Yeah. Later. Oh yeah, yeah. Best one of the best tutorials. Um, Not sponsored. <laughs> but I guess like. <laughs> You know, because that's why I um, ordered my, you know, I'm still waiting on it, but ordered my um, machine, tape machine, like, because um, I want that that texture and I want that, um, you know, I, I worked on a track today and I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to see how this sounds through tape. Um, mm-hmm. And it does, it does make a difference. Um, and the interesting thing is, I guess, how does this, you know all this gear talk and and you know because we always go on these gear gear tangents which is dope because this is a production podcast but um <laughs> it ties back in because even when people are just general consumers of music right they yeah. still take note to all that they mm-hmm. they they may not know how to put their finger on it but they know what feels good and they know what sounds good and and ultimately that goes back to like your warmer impure sounds um and i think that's kind of why um you know you got those certain genres of electronic music that are kind of on the decline because everything is so quantized everything is so like unsaturated or or it's like distorted but it's like a computerized distortion right and not a warm distortion i think people like warmth um and people feel that people really um feel that um and i think that's kind of an interesting thing though now um because i would say like early 2000s the sound was very pure it was like you know in the doll Mm -hmm. like oh cool we're making this music on computers now but now um it's still on the computer but i was you know i was listening to people make beats and um they're using like nexus and and stuff and and i was just saying like you know it were they weren't bad beats but i was like something's missing and yeah and i, I and i realized it was the fact that like oh it's just straight midi to to um you know it's just nothing but midi and wasn't too much coloring it so it's weird mm-hmm. it's like if your music isn't colored um, with, you know, tape or whatever, or or any, there is some types of distortion work too. Like there's all kinds of ways to color your sound, but if your sound isn't colored, um, then it almost sounds dated. Oddly enough. Yeah, that's that, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Thing. Everything's impl- everything's imploding. Yeah. Everything is like literally caving. What everything that we've known from 2000 to about 2015 is just literally caving yeah, in on exactly. itself like like that like every everybody wants to see you be you and perfectly mm-hmm. you yeah like and that's that's the that just goes back to like what we're talking about you know like when it comes to building your community or building your sound and all those other things like it, it's all about being organic as mm-hmm. possible like as transparent 
as as you can. I know some people's nature is not to be as transparent. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not really my nature, but I know a lot of music creators yeah. like usually are very like secluded and incredibly like low key. But like they're wondering why their music's not taking off. Well, yeah. you're not showing yourself being a human. Yeah. You're not showing yourself being just a person, just a guy or a girl, you know? Yeah. Um, you're always if I I'm serious, I noticed like when I when I literally changed about how I was putting my stuff out there, people started asking me, When are you gonna put out new music? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen anything in months. Yeah. We haven't seen anything like when I but if I did it every day, they they know that I'm doing stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But when I don't show it, I get uh I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I put out a snippet, I was like, Hey guys, I know you guys been waiting for probably a year now just mm-hmm. to hear something from me put out a snippet and i got like so many replies yeah. like you know what i'm saying like it's because in in the the middle of my process i've been showing them like hey i'm living i'm still working on music but i'm still living and being a human yeah. being too you know yeah because uh, for a long time i was just you know how it is when you first get started in something you just dive into that first year or two you're just like head first in everything so and then for a while might come out of it (laughs) so here's i guess a good question to kind of wrap up on and if we maybe need to elaborate on it more next time or you know we can well we can flesh out the whole question now um is because i know you've seen the stories of people who've just grinded right they just straight up grinded that's all they did was music music promo music promo music promo and they've gone somewhere with it. Um, mm-hmm. So is that something that's like a, a necessary, like um, to just like really go in like that? Like, cause people are almost inhuman with it. Like people that make, uh, you know, especially in hip hop, people that make like, that claim to make 10 beats a day. Um, like that's kind of you know they grind and they do that and they post them all on their website and they do all this stuff um and i'm sure they get burnt out eventually um but almost always that level of consistency does um pay out so it's like you know i guess finding time to be human um i just wonder what you you know what you think about that like yeah I don't know, like I, like I said, man, like I'll, we'll go further into my journey being a full-time artist, but definitely the first six months, you know, six months to a year is just me grinding. Yeah. But then like, as I've been going, and this is what me and my friend, uh, Greg, um, even he stopped and he was like, you know what, some, and he was, he was grinding hard too. And he, he noticed that like, he wasn't spending time with his girl. Mm-hmm. He might not have been giving attention to his mom and his dad. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, or just, or maybe his health. Mm-hmm. You know. And at the end of the day, man, I I think it's all about balance. And I think my life, and my goals in life are more about being a balanced person yeah. than it is just grinding all day and all year. Yeah. You know, I grinded for 90 days and I have an album. I'm cool <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm good. Like that's my bounce now. Summertime's here. I've been playing golf, skateboarding, hanging with yeah. friends and family. You know what I'm True. saying? Like I'm I'm enjoying because I I had a goal and I set it for myself and I grinded for that time period. Because I know in in myself, it literally was a goal. I was like, okay, I'm going back to Nashville probably in June, probably for the fourth. 
I want to have everything done so I can spend time with my mom and my dad and my sister because that's the most important thing. It's like, like I love music and I love art. You know, I love all things I do, but at the end of the day, what matters most is being with my family. Exactly. Yeah, true. You know, and it takes balance. And so, like some of those guys, let's talk about Dead Mouse, for instance. Like you can tell. I don't know if you see some of his past streams or some of his past videos. That guy is not happy. <laughs> like that guy. Yeah, he's he's always he, been kind of. He's cranky. not happy. Um. Yeah. He's always cranky about something, you know. He's one of the biggest stars in electronic music. When you think about EDM as a whole, you that, think Dead Mouse and Skrillex. Is that because he <laughs> people annoy him? Maybe I think people annoy him. I I think he's just. I think that's just him though. Or is it? I haven't seen how he was recently or anything, but um, I don't yeah. know if, if he's changed from when I remember him. But um, he just. It just seems to be like who he was. Like he just was kind of um standoffish and um that was just kind of his brand to be honest like this kind of standoffish um producer um that's what people yeah. that's why people liked him um i don't know like what oh, is he actually doing I got another um you you could just tell by his attitude sometimes oh, yeah. uh just like you could tell like people but here's the thing people always envy the ones that can grind at really hard but you don't know how depressed they are and i oh, think yeah that's something that like a lot of artists like you see them they can sing so well mm-hmm. and they can they can dance so well but you don't know that their soul is tormented yeah and then you want to like try to bite off their talent yeah and i'm talking from experience y'all i'm not i'm telling you exactly how i felt for a long time i was just like man i want to be just like so and so man i want to just be like and then you, they tell you the real story like the no cap story and you're like oh the debarts went through that new edition went through that like, have you seen, like, those movies about those groups, bro? They went through mm-hmm. hell on earth. And people just want to, like, oh, I wish I could sing like yeah. that. And I wish I could just be big, like, without like, knowing like Michael Jackson, without there. knowing the full. Yeah, yeah without without knowing how Michael and, and his brothers got beat by their own father to be that talented. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, we, we have to look at not about how much grind somebody has about their work, but, like, their own like well-being and their spirit yeah. and what they value is way more important bro and like those are the good things that we can put in our projects and our music and yeah our other like and, and in our brand too you know and what i'm I saying think, um you know with that being said um it kind of also goes to the whole thing where or i don't know if i believe in this with music but i guess it kind of it kind of still applies um but they say like four hour days like in a work week like they say that like the 40 hour work week is not as efficient as if you were to um cut that down to 20 hours and worked four hours a day um yes because i 100 percent agree yeah. um <laughs> so i guess yeah and, and then i think because i know what producers who grind and they make a bazillion beats and or they make so much content it gets stale like you can you can kind of yeah. tell that they yes. like their music that's starts sounding the same because they don't because yep. I think that's a, a big thing too because you have to like have you know kind of have inspiration life. you gotta have yeah, ins- you gotta live yeah, life get to be life. inspired yeah. yeah because because art is a reflection of life yeah, itself exactly. and so if you don't go through things like if you don't go mm-hmm. whitewater rafting or playing some basketball or playing some games with your yeah. friends like 
you know, the video game inspiration for that next song isn't going to come for you. Exactly. Keep grinding out more video game music. It's going to be playing, oh, shoot, man, the, <laughs> yeah. the Kingdom Hearts intro, that's fire. Yeah. I want to recreate that or re remix Skrillex's remix or mm -hmm. something crazy. But You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, man, it's just it's all about balancing. Like, me being, like, like full-time and stuff, like, I, I did the whole, like, 8-hour, 10-hour, 14-hour yeah. days of just Jeez. grinding yeah. on stuff, and it got... It got stale. Mm -hmm. I gained weight. My, the person I was dating at the time wasn't happy with what I was doing for a little while. I got better with it quickly, but I did notice, like, oh yeah, I haven't called my mom and dad in a yeah. while. I haven't talked to my sister in a minute. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just like, cause I want to grind up for my dreams. But, but honestly, when I set a timer on myself, what I told you, the the, the how I finished my album a lot mm -hmm. was like, literally. For the next four hours, I'm doing 25 minute segments. Yeah, and that works. And for five minutes, I'm yeah, going to stop. That and that thing worked, and I was happier, mm -hmm. and I could go work out and go do other stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah, that really does work. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. being efficient with your time. I know, like, last week, like, even I was trying to grind out my next, like, sound sample pack. Yeah. And. You know, I made like a few samples that I really, you know, like for it that I'm definitely going to use for it. But today I, I sat down and and I was like going to make a sample or the um, other day I also sat down and ended up not really liking it. And today I sat down and I was like, um, I'm going to actually sit down and <laughs> make a track today, um, you know, because you can burn out, you know, on different segments. Cause I've just been grinding on doing the sample stuff and it's just like, Oh, I need to make a track now so that I can, and I was making tracks too. Cause I was making tracks with my samples, but I was like, let me just sit down and actually make a, a track. Right. Yeah. Make a track. Um, yeah. You, and you might find a sample. Exactly, in I might find thing. a sample in it or, um, granted, I don't think I'm going to give that track up, um, as a sample, but, um, <laughs> you know, I think, um, you know, and but definitely when I go back, I do. It's weird because it's like a making the samples it's have bound. taught me. Yeah. yeah. Like I, it's like all of a sudden it's like I kind of like glowed up a little bit as a producer in terms of like producing just a track from scratch from make for after making samples. It's really weird how how that worked. Like, um, you know, um, it's really weird how that worked. It's like all of a sudden it's like geez like like uh maybe it was because it was like i was kind of withdrawn myself from making actual tracks unless it was on my npc i think that was kind of a thing too mm -hmm. it's like this is my first time like producing just in my doll for a while um so it's like everything i have access to i can you know just was fleshing that out um but i think um limitation also kind of breathes um creativity but that's a whole other podcast um yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that and something yeah. else but 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 overall man yeah like like definitely just we have to understand balance even when you're finding your own community like it took a long time like i could have like grinded every day to find a community but literally was just like you know what i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna let go I'm gonna put myself out there. And I think we started communicating just because I showed everybody I was making a video and then you hit me up and then we oh, yeah. started communicating true. because of that. That's literally, <laughs> yeah, that's literally what, what, what brought us back yeah. into, cause I was showing you, I didn't show you my music. Mm -hmm. I just show you that I was making a video and we, yeah. we connected because of that. And so that's what I'm saying from now on, 
when you're playing the bass, you know, obviously show that. Mm-hmm. When you're playing some games, just show yourself, and you you don't know who's watching. Because I didn't know that you were watching me like that. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be watching people on Instagram. You know, I'd be scrolling through people's stories and checking people out. Um, because it's like you never know you could hit people up and um you know see what they're up to or um if you can try to you know provide value or you know just different stuff like that like you just never know that's a good way to network with people especially during yeah. covid like that's kind of um you know i've i haven't really done that i think with you and then like one other person uh I've hit up, but like everybody else, um, you know, sometimes I'll hit them up and be like, oh, you know, dope, or I'll respond to their story, but it won't be like a full fledged mm-hmm. um, conversation. But that's a whole other way to network and, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, reach out and build, build with people yeah. too. And that's, and that's how you be genuine mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Just be honest. If something's dope, let them know. If something's dope, let them know. Don't, don't let them know. And then say, hey, check out my album. Like, <laughs> you know, if the, if, the, if, the, if the conversation naturally gets to that point, then it naturally gets to that point. But, um, you know, people, it takes time and, and it takes, someone has to dedicate time to you to listen to your music. So, like, it asking someone to listen to something, it's almost like, it's it's almost like asking them to pay you you know for something like just off jump randomly mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like his time is it time time is money like and time is worth right more than money um so it's just kind of i feel like that might be yeah. a decent note to to wrap things up on is you know just be genuine yeah. um be real with yeah. people yeah when you're when you're constructing your community be you be genuine be transparent and just find like-minded people yeah you know all right well that uh concludes this episode we want you guys to take care be safe out there all right you know it's kind of hot in some areas you have anything Um, you wanted to promote before we go or uh Let's see. I think everything's still on the wraps right now. Still on the wraps. Okay. Well. Uh, just I'll, yeah. I'll because my of, website because again, of you know, to get people or or, yeah. or just follow me on IG and you'll get to my website there. So it's at yeah at um Justin, but it's spelled J S T X Y N. Um, yeah, and then uh follow me on social media on Sad and Sage Music. That's everywhere on TikTok, all the other good stuff, Instagram all those things just be on the lookout for music at some point (laughs) all right take care guys that's it take care